Welcome to the Millionaire Secrets Podcast, where the most successful people in the world share their secrets to help you create the awesome life you desire. Hello there world, Jeff Lerner here, your host as always on the Millionaire Secrets Podcast and YouTube show. Excited to be back with you for another powerful episode where we continue to dig into the success secrets of crazily successful people. <laughs> and uh, today we're joined by one such person, uh, my friend who I've actually done, I was on her show, she did a training within my organization, and now I'm excited to get to uh, share her with the Millionaire Secrets audience, Jenny Peterson. She's a stay-at-home mom of three, and man, I, I know what, of some of what we're going to talk about, and I'm so excited to share it. Basically, we're going to be exploring aspects of how she basically went from, for lack of a kinder way to say it, being a nobody online, just like we all start out as to being a really, really influential person online, growing her following completely organically, which means she's not spending a ton of money on ads. And the thing that I think is especially cool about Jenny is how good she is at turning her following into a really, really lucrative business in a way that doesn't feel like aggressive or salesy or, or off-putting. Uh, so much wisdom that she has to share. Jenny, thank you so much for coming on Millionaire Secrets. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great to have you. Um, you know, again, you, you, you did a training for our mastermind group, kind of our elite group here at, uh, at Entra, and it was so good. Like, and that's not just my opinion. That's the feedback I got from everyone. It's like they were so uplifted and inspired to go, oh my gosh. You know, I think it's almost like the golden goose. Like, you can make a lot of money online without having to invest a lot of money online. Yes. Right. I mean, that's, that's like the Holy grail that everybody's looking for. And you're, you know, you're a, a, as good as anyone that I've met at saying like, Hey, I've done this without spending any, I'm not running all these ads. And that's, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I run a crap load of ads. I, I run more ads in a month than most people can conceive of running in a year because I'm at that point. And so it can be really kind of intimidating for people to go, for me to go, well, here's my business model but yours, and maybe you can talk more about it. Um, in fact, I, I would love it if you'd share about it. I mean, it's, it's almost like seems impossible. It sounds too good to be true. Like, oh, you just, you go live and you do videos and you talk to people and they like you and then they hang out and they buy stuff from you and you make millions of dollars. So uh, can you share a little more about that? Did I oversimplify it? <laughs> no, I would love to share. So the thing is, is it is simple, which I like because it's duplicatable. And I believe that anybody can do it. And I'm proof of that. Um, do you mind if I just share a little bit of background for those who don't? Yes, please. Okay. I hope you will. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So I'm Jenny Peterson and I helped my husband about 13 years ago, build our brick and mortar business. We left our corporate jobs as bankers and opened a pest control company. And it was just him and I, just the two of us. And we put in a lot of sweat equity. It was really, really hard. Um, I put in years at that and at the same time was having um, brand new babies and I had nannies raising my babies. And so I thought all I wanted to do was be a stay at home mom. So I worked really hard so I could replace myself and leave that and just be a stay at home mom. Well, I was happy for like a month <laughs> and I mean, I love my kids. They're fantastic, but I quickly realized that it wasn't for me and I didn't feel very fulfilled and I was bored and I missed talking to other humans. And so I decided about six years ago to start an online business, which I had no, um, no like experience in with a network marketing company. And, um, I'll be honest, I'm very skeptical of network marketing companies. I was, so was my husband. He told me not to do it, which is probably a blessing in disguise because I'm the kind of person, if you tell me not to do something, I'm going to do it twice and take a picture. And so um, I did it and I hit the top of that company in 15 months. And then, so that was six years ago. And then about three years ago, I added another component to my business and I started doing influencer and affiliate marketing um, in addition to my network marketing business. Anyways, but here's the thing is when I started my online business six years ago, I had zero followers. I didn't know what I was doing. 
Um, live video didn't even exist back then. Mm -hmm. And in six years, I've been able to grow it organically, which I think people, you know, get kind of intimidated with ads. And the thing is, you can start organically. Um, and now I have over 150,000 followers on Facebook. And I've just started growing my Instagram account, and I'm almost at 40,000 over there. So um, very organically. But one of the, my favorite ways to sell, is that okay if we get into that? Oh yeah, totally. Let's, let's okay. geek out. Let's just have the conversation that we would have and let people Perfect. listen. Hopefully they okay. like it. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so here's the thing is, I used to be the person that would say, I'm not a salesperson, can't sell anything. Mm -hmm. I don't wanna be salesy, I don't wanna be spammy, I don't wanna annoy people, I don't wanna be pushy, I don't wanna be that person that we think about, you know? Um, but even this year alone, I'll just share some numbers if that's okay. Please. Um, this year alone, I was just adding it up the other day. I've sold over $2 million in products for the companies that I affiliate for just in 2020. And we're not done yet. No, so, we're, we're only eight and a half months in. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how much I've sold over the course of the six years. I should probably sit down and figure that out. But I have made some changes with my mindset when it comes to selling that sales is easy. We're actually all programmed to sell. We do it every single day. We're either selling or being sold to. And um, sales is really just sharing the things that you love with the people you love. And when you think about it that way, it's not spammy or gross or salesy. It's actually you're doing those people a service by sharing the things that you love. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the ways that I like to sell and also that I've been able to grow my network First of all, I started out with video, which I was super awkward on video, as I feel like most people feel like they're awkward on video, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. right? And um, then I remember when live video came out, because my husband, he watches the stock market. Like that's the first thing that goes on in the morning. He was so excited. He's an early adopter of anything new. And he was like, oh my gosh, Jenny, Facebook's coming out with a new feature. You can now go live. And I remember looking at my husband and saying, I will never, <laughs> will never do that. And he was so confused. He's like, I don't get it. You're doing live video. You're doing videos anyways. I'm like, it's not the same thing. When I do a pre-recorded video, if I never make a mistake because I can edit mm -hmm. that video. So I put together a polished and perfect final product. You know, um, my kids might be fighting in the background and I mute that thing. And right. I play happy little music over the top of it and smile. Nobody knows what's happening in the background behind me. Live video, that's a whole nother animal. Live video is real, it's raw, it's scary. You never know what's gonna happen. You make mistakes, you look human because you are human, so you're gonna make mistakes. And I was terrified to go live, but I did it anyways. And the only way to get better at something is by doing it over and over and over and over again, right? Just like riding a bike the first time we do it, we're gonna crash. We're going we're gonna to look stupid. But if you do it over and over again, it's, you can just do it without thinking about it. And the reason why I love live video for sales is because it's the fastest way for your online audience to develop what I like to call um, the KLT factor, the no love and trust factor. They feel like they know you, they love you, and people are going to figure out really quickly if they, if they like you or not when you're on live video mm -hmm. and they trust you. And when people know, love, and trust you, they'll buy anything from you. So that's kind of how I've been able to do it. So six years ago, you started network marketing mm -hmm. and you did it all on the internet. Yes. So you didn't do home parties. You weren't hit, you know, putting flyers out around your neighborhood. And No, I'm, here's the thing. I'm a big introvert. Like even just doing this video face to face where I can see you, I'm freaking out. It's fine. Even though we've met, this is not our first time meeting. Like it scares me so bad. But what I realized really quickly is I can build a business from the comfort of my bedroom and my cell phone and I don't have to see another person face to face. So live video, there could be hundreds or thousands of people watching live, but at the end of the day, I'm by myself in a room by myself and that's not scary. Right. So no, so I did a hundred percent online and with that business, most of the people that I recruited into my company were, I think I like recruited one family member and the rest were people I had no idea who they were before I just met them online. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so funny. I, you know, I did a network marketing company 
gosh, in my 20s. Yeah. And I didn't do that. I I was, this was like almost 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. There really was no doing it online, at least that I knew of. Mm -hmm. I recruited 20 people. Like I was, some switch just flipped. And it's because I was a broke musician. I was just like so tired of being broke. Like you go, you know, you're desperate when you're broke, right? Yeah. I recruited 20 people, mind you, personally in a month. That's really good. Guess how many people those 20 people combined recruited in the next six months? I have no idea. (laughs) I I was holding up the answer. Oh, okay. One. So seven months into my network marketing business, I had a team of 21 people, 20 of whom I personally recruited. Mm -hmm. And and then it just fizzled out and died. Like not, it it was the most frustrating, miserable, like, and and these were like friends and people I knew. So now they were upset that they spent this money and it was like, apparently somehow it was all my fault. so I'm so envious, and, and frankly, if I had had your network marketing experience, I'd probably still be doing it. Like, it sounds great to not have this personal, you know, relationship of like mm-hmm. responsibility. Yeah. Right? So does your team, that when you started recruiting people, did, you, did they build their business online too? Yeah. Um, that's the great thing is everything that I do online, I teach. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I have spot, I have recruited personally over 300 people in my organization, but those, my team now is over 10,000 people. Wow. So it's just grown, which we live in the best time right now, like to have the internet and as a tool to grow our businesses. Um, we literally have the world at our fingertips. And when you go live, you have access to people all over the world. People you don't even know yet can tune in and can like become part of your world. It is just the most exciting time. I think it's the best time to be a business owner. Oh, I I mean, I couldn't agree more. I have so many customers now in in my education business. And I mean, the vast majority of them I'll never meet. Doesn't mean I don't love them. I just, I couldn't physically meet that many people. You know, it's it's amazing. So, okay. So you built a big network marketing business and, and for the record, I don't teach network marketing inside of my entrepreneurial education company. Although frankly, I have no issue with it. I actually think it's an awesome business model and super cool. I just know that some people have a weird vibe about it. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't teach it because I don't want people out there going, Oh, Jeff Lerner, his company teaches network marketing because then I'll get pigeonholed as that. Mm-hmm. But I, I say that because a lot of my audience, I want you to know, if you're in network marketing, everything we, we're talking about here and that I talk about applies equally to network marketing, to affiliate marketing, to selling your own courses, to you know growing your social profile. Like it's all, they're all the same skills, exactly. right? Um, so that said, what, what would you, if somebody said, well, hey, what are the skills? What do I need to learn to do to be successful like you have? What would you say? Well, so no, like you said, no matter if you have a network marketing company, if you're selling courses, if you have a brick and mortar business, so many businesses I see are not utilizing social media to its fullest potential. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is the thing that can take your business to the next level. And, um, so even if it's like a brick and mortar business, it is the thing that can really take you to the next level. So the main thing that I would say is first of all, be using social media because your ideal customer, your client is on social media. They're on Facebook, they're on Instagram. They just don't know about you yet. And I think one of the problems that business owners face is obscurity, just not enough people know who you are and you have to be consistent. Like, if you could just take away one thing, and I know that sounds super basic, but if you're not going to be consistent on a social media platform, nothing else I say matters. Mm-hmm. So choose a platform and be consistent and show up every single day, whether that's Facebook or it's Instagram, or if you want to grow on YouTube or if you want to do Pinterest, it doesn't matter. Choose one and really work on that and show up every single day. Um, so that's the main thing is be consistent and put in the work. And I know we've talked about this before too, because I, I have interviewed you before. You did how many videos you told me in a year? My first year, 
I'd have to go back and count, but it was, it was upwards of 250. I don't know if it was all the way at one a day, but it was close. Yes. And that's the thing is most people won't do that. Most people won't put in that kind of work. Most people will show up maybe for a month and then they'll stop, but it's constantly showing up every single day for your online audience. Even if that online audience is one person watching you live, showing up every single day. And it kind of like makes people trust you because they're like, oh, she's serious. She's still showing up. She's still going live. She's still growing her business. Um, so that's the main thing is be super, super consistent. Then the next thing, and the, the thing about that is the, the gift of consistency. You're the only person that can give yourself that gift of being consistent. And it's the easiest gift to give yourself. It is, but if it is, you don't have, to have a special so hard. Skill, you don't have to spend any money. It's true, but people have a hard time with being consistent. It's like keeping the promises that you make to yourself. Just show up every single day and show up every single day. Even if you don't feel like it today, I, I had to force myself to go to the gym. I did not want to go to the gym, but I thought to myself, I'm like, my goals don't, don't care how I feel. <laughs> and if I want to get results, I've got to go lift the weights so I can grow the muscle. I've got to go get on the treadmill so I can lose the pounds. You've got to put in the reps every single day if you want to get the results. You can't just think about going to the gym and all of a sudden you're fitter, you know? So it's going and showing up every single day, especially on the days that you don't feel like it and you will have those days. You, you know, know I, I get up really early mm -hmm. and I go to the gym my very first thing. And one of the reasons I do it, I mean, and for, and, and I've, I very rarely miss a day, pretty much don't miss a day unless it's related to like traveling. And like last week I had to, I missed a flight and I had to go, I didn't get into a hotel till 1230 at night. And then I had to, whatever, very yeah. rare I miss a day. And even then I'm like pissed the whole day. But I get up so early because here's the thing about getting up really early. You'll never feel like doing anything at four o'clock in the morning. No. So I've never, I literally never feel like going to the gym, which means I never experience the thought of, well, today I don't feel like it. So maybe I won't because I literally never feel like it. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, it's almost like pleasure or, or feel, you know, doing something that's, that feels good or is pleasurable or it's easier some days than others. Like that's actually kind of dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know, just go ahead and realize like maybe it'll never be fun but the results are fun, yeah. right? So, so apply that to the internet. Do you like going live? I do, but some days I don't feel like it. Some yeah. days I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it, but I know I have to so I can continue to build my online audience so I don't lose their trust, so I continue to grow my business. And who knows, maybe that day something I said will touch somebody in a way um, you know, and here's the thing. So besides using live video for sales, I also, this is kind of a side tangent, but I'm going to share. I also believe that it's a way for us to just really use social media for good and to spread good messages and to be positive and uplifting and influence people and empower people. I feel like there's four E's when it comes to live video, um, educate, entertain, engage and empower. If you can do one of those four E's, you're winning, mm -hmm. right? So sometimes it's just to empower and share that message. I um, did a video a few weeks ago where I basically just shared a message from the heart that I felt like I needed to share. I didn't know why I needed to share it. Um, basically sharing my testimony, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. And I, then I just went about, you know, the rest of my life. And then a, a couple weeks later, I got an email from a lady that said, Hey, I've never seen you before. Um, but your video came up in my newsfeed, which I'm like, that's really weird. It would come up in our newsfeed because social media posts die after a couple of hours. You know, they're very short lived. She said, your video came up in my newsfeed and I was going to commit suicide today. Mm -hmm. And your message made me decide that I was worth not taking my own life and that I was worth it. And I had purpose and I'm enough. And a lot of times we don't know a lot of times the people that we affect and we touch, they're not going to email us and tell us, you know, what we did for them. But I just feel like, what if that is the day that I needed to say something that would help somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah.
So you just have to find a bigger purpose and make yourself do it. And people always say, I did a bikini competition over a year ago. And so I got really, really fit. And people always would ask like, how do you get motivated to go to the gym? I'm like, I'm not motivated to go to the gym. I never feel like going to the gym. I just do it. I just make myself same thing with building a business. Same thing with showing up and going live every single day. A lot of times I don't feel like it, but I make myself do it anyways. So I hope that answers your question. No, it, it very, it very <laughs> much does. And I appreciate it. And, and actually uh, this morning I had a, a, a comparable experience where I had a massive case and I want to ask you, I'm sure you get this because I think we all do that do kind of what we do. I had a massive case of imposter syndrome. Like mm -hmm. who am I? Nobody wants to hear it, Jeff. Like you're, you talk too much as it is. Don't do it again. Like the world doesn't need more of your jibber jabber and you're not fooling anyone anyways. Like I felt like a total fraud. Mm. And so instead of sitting there in it, and, and doing what felt what I felt like doing, which is shrinking and playing small and, and you know, withering away from the world. I was like, I'm going to go, I was in my car, so I couldn't multi-stream, but I was like, I'm at least going to go live on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I pulled over in the parking lot right out here, went mm -hmm. live on Instagram and I just shared. I was like, I feel, I'm feeling like a fraud right now. Mm. And I know that I have enough evidence in my life to support that I'm probably not. Like I've made money. I have a good family. Like some things in my life have gone well, but yet doesn't change how I feel. I feel like a massive fraudster, like a, like an imposter. Like I'm mm -hmm. pretending to be something I'm not. And so just going live, I'm literally just forcing myself to do this because I don't want to give in to that feeling. Mm -hmm. That was really the entirety of my life was just working through that feeling. I got, I got multiple positive direct messages from people talking about how much it touched them. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I didn't even share anything of value. I just talked about my own neurotic insecurity. Which we all have. And, and that was so yeah. valuable for people. Yeah, because the people that are watching are going, oh my gosh, me too. Yeah. I have felt like that too. I mean, I, I bet everybody feels like that at one point or another. I still do. And I think, when's that ever going to go away? Like, I know, does that right? ever go away or not? You know, because some days I wake up and I have the same thing. But I really believe that vulnerability is strength. Mm -hmm. And when we share those moments that we're most vulnerable, most people don't want to share those moments. But when we share those moments, that's when we connect with people. That's when our online audience is like, wow, me too. I just felt like that. Your message made me feel so good today and I connected with you. So it's good you went live. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it's so powerful. And every, it's kind of like going to the gym where like you feel like crap when you're walking in the door, but mm -hmm. you feel amazing when you're leaving. Amen. Isn't that how it is with, with putting content out on the internet? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you love the result. Yeah. Like in the grand scheme, you're like, oh, I want to build this thing. Whether it's I want to build my body, I want to lose fat. You mm -hmm. love the outcome. But in the moment, it's like there's got to be something else to kind of sell yourself on, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so like literally, have you ever spent a dollar on an online ad for your business? I, I have. So I, I actually started my online business on my personal Facebook wall, like my profile right. page. I grew that to like 55,000 and then what, I, like followers. Yes. On my, you, you, you capped out on friends. I'm sure at 5,000. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Capped out on friends, but you can have followers on your personal page. So I have like 55,000 followers over there. And then I decided three years ago to do a um, business Facebook page. Well, right after I signed up for my business Facebook page, the card that I put on file had fraud on it and Facebook shut down my ability to boost at all. Not that I even knew what I was doing, to be honest, like mm -hmm. ads, but it was kind of a blessing in disguise because it made me go, okay, if I want to grow this thing, I'm going to have to figure out how to do it organically. And I'm just so going to Facebook shut down your, like yes. your ad account. Yes. I actually didn't get it back until this year, <laughs> like a couple months ago. Wow. Um, I have like appealed it. I've tried to reach out to like, if you have a problem with Facebook, good luck, right? Like right. <laughs> there's not a 1-800 number that you can call, you know? And, um, I, I just got it back a couple months ago. So I have dabbled in some ads, but really not. But you, you were know? forced for three years, you said? Yes. To, just, to be a hundred percent purely organic. 
Yes. And I'll be honest, the first two years of having my uh, business Facebook page, I was very inconsistent. And so I grew that from zero to maybe 20,000 followers. And then last year I decided to go all in. I decided to give myself the gift of consistency and to show up every single day. And I went from 20,000 to now um, I'm about to hit a hundred thousand on that page in like, in like a year. So that's the thing that consistency does, you know, it, it gets you results. And, and do you mind if I ask what, what was your uh, gross sales in a year when you were inconsistent versus now it sounds like you're trending for probably 3 million this year. Oh gosh, I don't even know, but not, you know what I have, li I have probably tripled or quadrupled my income so when we talk about consistency being a gift, when you say I gave myself the gift of consistency, you gave yourself the gift of quadrupling your income. Exactly. So like yeah. it's, it's not just some feel good thing to be consistent. It literally manifests dramatically in the results. Consistency pays. Yeah. Consistency pays. Pays better than anything. Mm -hmm. I, I would argue. Pays better than talent. Yeah. Oh, what is it? Uh, hustle. I Hustle beats talent when talent doesn't hustle. Exactly. That's and like that's Kanye, Kanye West or something. I don't know. <laughs> you don't have to be, I don't, you don't have to be the best. Like I don't have to be the, the prettiest. I don't have to be the most talented, but the most consistent, the person who's most consistent, that's the person who wins. And you have to almost be overly consistent and you're going to feel like you're overdoing it. Mm -hmm. But the algorithm is such that not everybody's going to see your content. And so it's not going to feel over the top to them. That's the, yeah, I want to touch on that. For, I was leaning in, if you're like, why did Jeff just lean in? I was leaning in so that everyone on YouTube could get a look at this chiseled, perfect face. Clearly, it is only my good looks that are responsible for my results, right? Um, obviously, that's a joke. To, to your point, like, it's not, there's no, all it is is just showing up. Yeah. Showing up consistently. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and yeah, to your point about being like overly consistent, it feels like a lot to you. Like when I shot 250 or 300 videos in my first year, whatever it was, like I felt like insane. Like that's an insane pace of production. Although actually it's not even one per day. I mean, one video and I got to where I wasn't, I wasn't like too picky about it. I wasn't going back and editing and clipping and I, I would literally just hit it, walk around like a knucklehead talking to my phone and then just upload it because it's too much time. Mm -hmm. to be a perfectionist. So it, it took me what, 20 minutes a day, six mm -hmm. days a week. That's like not actually that much time, but it seems crazy to most mm -hmm. people to do that that much. And, but what I, what I eventually realized is like, nobody's, I'm experiencing this 250 times a year. Nobody else is experiencing it 250 times a year. Mm -hmm. They might see me once a week. Mm -hmm. And that's if they're very plugged in and Facebook picks up that, Hey, this person really likes this guy's videos. They always watch, you know, 10 or 15 minutes of the videos. So let's show it an extra, with extra frequency. That guy might see me once a week. Mm -hmm. So nobody else is getting nearly as much of you as you're getting of you when you're creating the content, right? It's true. And if they are, it's because they're super fans. Yeah. It's, it's, and if they are, because they want. want it. Yeah. Because when you have raving fans, they will promote you for you for free. That's the best part. Yeah. And those are the people you don't want to disappoint. Oh yeah. You don't want to miss a day because they're like, and it's crazy. I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this. There's people that I remember from when I first started and I'd only been doing it for a month or two. And, and you know, again, I was talking to four people. You talked about doing a live for one person. I mean, I would, I would go back a week later and there would be like 11 views and like one comment. Mm-hmm. But, but I started to see the same names. Yeah. Again and again. I can literally name them still to this point, to this day, because some of them still comment on virtually every video. Oh, yeah. And they may get nothing. They may never buy anything from me. But mm -hmm. you know what I know they're doing? Mm -hmm. They're telling people. Yes. Hey, there's this guy online, Jeff, or there's this lady online, Jenny. Mm -hmm. She's real. She's down to earth. She's not too polished. And I think she's serious. I think she's really sincere about what she's trying to do. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the, the thing is at the end of the day, I don't want, you know, followers. I don't want customers. I don't want subscribers. I want raving fans. 
because mm -hmm. raving fans are going to share your videos. Raving fans are going to tell their friends and family about you. Just like you said, they're going to promote your business and you for free, even if they don't buy anything. Yeah, that's exactly what you want. So I think it would be really cool for you to actually get the number of like, hey, this is how much I've sold mm -hmm. in my six years or maybe your three years of doing lives or whatever. If it's totally selfishly because I want to create a thumbnail of this interview that's like how Jenny sold, let's say, let's call it $5 million. Sold $5 million in products by talk, you know, and do you do most of your lives on your phones, on your phone? Yeah, on my phone. Mm -hmm. So you literally have sold, let's call it four or $5 million in product just by talking to your phone without spending a dime on ads. Exactly. Yeah. Now, did you study public speaking or you like, are you a gifted orator? Did you do debate in high school? No. And no. <laughs> and here's the thing is I'm definitely not perfect. I messed up on my lives. Um, I'm a mom, so of three kids, they normally interrupt my lives, my dogs interrupt my lives, but when mm. that kind of stuff happens, I just roll with it. I just say, hashtag mom life, who has kids? How old are your kids? And create a conversation around it. Nice. Or that's my dog, tell me your dog's name, and this is comment, 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 comment. But what it does is that's real life. It connects me with my viewer, who my viewer is 97% female in the US between the ages of 25 and 35. Most right. and a lot of them are moms, you know what I mean? So, um, but no. <laughs> so how much, how much time per day do you spend on this business? On my business? Yeah, total, like administration, counting the money, recording the con, like everything you do, all in. Honestly, I don't know. And um, last year I hired my first assistant so I have two assistants that help me um, now. Um, I honestly don't know. I would probably say, I would probably say four or five hours a day. Cool. It's not crazy. And when you say you've sold two, you know, let's call it three by the end of the year, three million yeah. in affiliate products. Mm -hmm. uh, is that is that including your network marketing products, or is that separate from your network marketing business? Including my network marketing products. Okay. My network marketing products are not my biggest affiliate even, which is right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I teach affiliate marketing at Entra as a ah. primary business model. I did affiliate marketing full time for the, my first five years online. Mm -hmm. um, it sounds like I was in your league. I did about 10 million in sales in five years. So amazing. You know, which, and it was a little different back then. I was, but I was, here's the thing. I was running paid ads. So I might do 50 grand in a month, but I had to spend 10 or 15, mm -hmm. which can be really scary for a lot of people just mentally to kind of picture themselves ramping up to obviously you don't start there, mm -hmm. but how much better would it have been to sell 50 and pay nothing? Yeah. You know, I, I think the paid ads that definitely helps you if you can do that, you know? Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, and, and, and you know, the nice thing, paid ads, I mean, Facebook will take your money. YouTube will take your money. Like they'll scale you as big as you want if you throw enough money at them. Mm -hmm. but, um, but here's the thing. It's very different. It's a whole different psychology that's frankly a lot more sophisticated, requires a lot more expertise, requires a lot more trial and error, and is a lot more likely to crash and burn when you're spending money to target people who don't know, like, and trust you. Mm -hmm. Because now essentially that's a cold audience that you're, you're having to put your offer in front of so many times that they warm up to you, but you might be paying to run that ad in front of somebody five or 10 times before they ever even click on it because they don't know you. Yeah. Whereas you, you're essentially always having conversations with, you know, almost what feels like a friend, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I talk to my online audience like they're my best friend. That's actually one of my, my tricks. So I feel like a lot of people are afraid of live video. And I have a couple tricks that they are. So the first one Please. is to just pretend like you are talking to your best friend. Because at the end of the day, you're in a room by yourself talking to your cell phone. So just pretend like it's your best friend. Show up 100% authentically you. Yeah. That's so much easier than trying to pretend to be somebody else or trying to pretend to be perfect. 100% authentically you, flaws and all. The flaws sometimes are some of your biggest connectors. 
And um, if you're really scared, have you ever read The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins? Oh, I live it. I, I use it every morning at 3.30 when the alarm goes off. Right? Yeah. So um, you get it at 3.30? I'm sorry. <laughs> I do, yeah. And my, and my feet have to be on the ground by 3.30 and five seconds or else yes. I'm at risk of sleeping in for three more hours. Yes. So I use the five-second rule. Even to this day, if I'm feeling like, oh, I don't want to go live, I just start counting out loud. Five, four, three, two, one, press the live and go. Nice. Right? Another thing that you can do is just call it the elephant in the room. If you're nervous, just get on there and be like, hey, guys, I'm really nervous right now. <laughs> like, have you ever gone live before? Does live video make you nervous? Because chances are the person who's watching you is afraid of going live as well. Yeah. And they'll be able to like have empathy for you. So I'm like, you don't have to be perfect. Just say I'm really nervous, but I'm going to do this anyways because I have a message to share. I have something I want to share with you and then just go. So that's a couple of things that you can do if you're afraid of live video. Um, I have a couple of tips to improve live video if you want me to share that. I would love that. I would love that, please. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm not asking for them. I'm asking for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect. So first of all is you've got to catch attention. You have seconds to grab somebody's attention. Um, they say that humans have a shorter attention span than a goldfish. I don't know if that's a real statistic, but it's literally seconds. You have to think your person, your ideal customer, they are scrolling and they're scrolling fast. And so one of the ways that you can do that is with your live video title. And a lot of people, they'll think about where am I going to do my live video? What am I going to talk about? What am I going to wear? but they don't think about the title of their video. And that's literally the first thing that the person's gonna see because chances are they're watching you on mute. Mm -hmm. So you wanna come up with something that's gonna grab their attention, that's gonna create massive curiosity, and that's gonna make them say, that looks interesting, and click on your video to watch more. Um, and to so hear you, because until they click it, they can't hear anything you're saying, right? Exactly. Yeah. So your live video title is really important. And I do have a free resource if you want me to share it. It's totally up to you. Oh, yeah, please. This is 100% your show. You can give value. You can ask in return. Like, share away, whatever you want. Okay. So I created a, a done-for-you PDF support guide that has 50 live video titles, and it's plug-and-play, so it will work for any business. 50 live video titles guaranteed to catch attention because it's super important that you grab attention right from the get-go. Mm -hmm. Also, when you go live, and I know you know this, but you don't wait. You just start talking immediately because you have to think about you're doing the live video for the replay viewers. Yeah. You're going to get more views after the video is over. There might be five people watching you. There might be 20. There might be 100, but you're doing it for the replay viewers. So you need to get right into it because you're going to bore people and lose people if you like wait for people to get on. Um, and can I, can I clear, specify what you're, or describe what you're saying? So for people who don't know the, the, the different dynamic, when you're actually live, if people come on, they're catching you in the middle. Whenever they come on, that's when they come on. But when they catch the replay, it always starts playing from the very beginning of your live. Mm -hmm. And so if your first 30 seconds is you fumbling with your phone or being like, or, or if you're like, hold on, let's wait for 10 people to come on before I start talking, then mm -hmm. they'll, they'll bolt you'll lose them. Exactly. Yeah. You have seconds to grab somebody's attention. So have a hook that's going to bring them into your video. So they'll watch more. And, and ideally it should relate to your title for what oh, we yeah. call congruence. For sure. Yes. And then, um, I like to use the four E's. So educate, entertain, engage, or empower. If you can do one of those things, cause people get on live video to learn something, to stay in the know or to be entertained. So if you can do one of those things, um, I like to share stories because people remember stories and, um, and then to engage people, I'll ask questions, you know, like all throughout my life, you want to get as many likes, comments, um, and shares as possible. Cause that's going to show, it's going to help you perform better organically. And then Facebook's going to show your video to more people. Mm -hmm. So a couple of tricks that I like to do to get more likes is I'll say, Okay, who here has ever tried Bang Energy? Um, hit the thumbs up if you've never tried it. Hit the heart if you love Bang Energy drinks like I do. Okay, and I don't sell Bang. But you Ooh, know that's nice. That's clever right there. <laughs> you that, know? that right so, there was worth this whole conversation. Not that <laughs> so I'm not then, doing it otherwise. But. Yeah, so then you tell them to do that, and you're, we're going to see the bubbles fly on the side. That will let me see right away if we have more people who have tried this or who have not tried this. And then you'll see it on the side. But what you're doing is you are, you are making them engage. 
um, in an easy way. And after your live video is over, you can invite every single person that liked or engaged with your video to like your business page. Yeah. So it's a trick. Um, another thing is just when you're having, so today I had an experience with a spider. It was horrible and won't go into it, but <laughs> I've told my online audience about it, even though I had nothing to do with what I was selling. And I told the spider story. And then I said, if you are afraid of spiders, drop a spider emoji. So you're just, you're encouraging, um, you're encouraging interaction, engagement all throughout. Right. Um, then always have some kind of call to action. I think people forget that. Oh yeah. Have some kind of call to action. I like to use code words is what I call it. So I'll say, Hey, if you are interested in this, in this purse, um, say purse and I'll message you after this is over. That way it gets people to raise their hand and say like, I'm interested and I don't like to cold message. There's a lot of cold messaging in network marketing. I don't do it. I don't teach it. I don't like it. I like to send warm messages, but when you get people to raise their hand, now I have a list of people that I can reach out to after the video is over and say, Hey, I saw your comment and I can sell them on whatever it is. X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I like to do that. And I also have my assistants now, like they help me go through the comments and they can also help with the sales process that way as well. Um, another thing is, let's say that you're doing code words, you're doing all the things, but you're not getting engagement. Give the kind of engagement that you want to receive. So I like to do gratitude messages is what I call them. So I will reach out to the people who liked, comment on every comment, respond to every comment. To me, I think, it is a human need to feel seen, to feel important. People want to feel important. If somebody took the time to type me a message, they want my attention. So I'm going to respond. So respond to every single comment. Um, and you can even take it a step further and get into messenger and say, Hey, I was really nervous today. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks for saying something, you know, and just do a gratitude message. Thank you so much for commenting. I appreciate your support it means the world to me and leave it at that. Don't try to sell them anything. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times those will turn into sales because they'll say, oh, of course, by the way, that mascara you're always showing, do you really love it? You know? So it's just starting conversations and like building relationships. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. It, it makes perfect sense. Makes a lot of dollars too. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that joke, it's always there and I always take it with marketers, <laughs> but, um, you know, as you're talking, I think the one thing that really set me free to just kind of to sell with confidence and, and do all these things that they're not too salesy, but mm -hmm. they have to be salesy enough to actually create sales, right? Yeah. Um, the thing that really, really helped me get super comfortable just doing what I got to do to build a business on the internet is when somebody explained to me, the internet's not like normal life. Mm -hmm. People go to a restaurant because they want food. Mm -hmm. People go to a movie because they, well, I guess that they go to a movie because they want entertainment. People, like in normal life, in real life, in the real world, we do things for a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. The internet, people are always looking for a feeling. Mm -hmm. They're always, so they're looking to feel more empowered. They're looking to feel more confident. They're looking to feel more special. They're looking to feel more seen, like you said, more mm -hmm. validated, more, more known, more connected, mm -hmm. but it's actually, it's always an emotional thing that brings somebody online. That's why they say on the internet, there actually are only three categories of, of things to sell online, health, mm -hmm. wealth, and relationships. Because those are all three things that are deeply related to how we feel about ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Like you don't go to Subway to buy a sandwich because you want to feel differently about yourself. You just mm -hmm. went there because you were hungry for a sandwich, right? But you go on the internet, whether you know it or not, whether you've thought about it in these terms, think about every single thing you do online and how at some level it relates to you wanting to feel better or, or feel, feel more, feel something, right? Mm -hmm. And when you realize, for me, when I realized every single person, if they're on Facebook and they're scrolling and they're happening to see me, they're there for the neurotransmitters. They're there for the dopamine. They're there for the adrenaline. They're there for the, the oxytocin, like whatever chemical they're there for. That's actually, that's why, every, you know, doctors hate social media because it's messing with our chemistry all the time, right? 
But the reality is that's why people are there. And so that's also what drives all shopping behavior, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So like they actually are in a state where that's what they want. They want to connect and transact and do something to stimulate a feeling that's why they went there in the first place. I agree with that. And if yeah. all you do is talk, unless to your point, unless you're entertaining, mm -hmm. you're engaging, you're empowering, you're educating, or I would, and I would argue within all that, you're selling, mm -hmm. you're actually letting them down. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? I do agree with that. And I think that sales is a very emotional thing. People don't buy things, they buy feelings, mm -hmm. right? Like um, my husband has a dream car that he wants to get. Why does he want to get it? Because of the way he thinks it's going to make him feel, right? Oh, yeah. Why do people spend thousands of dollars on Louis Vuittons? Because of the way they think it's going to make them feel. So I might be selling makeup and hair, but at the end of the day, I'm selling confidence. I'm selling something yep. that women are watching and they think, I think that would make me feel better about myself, you know? So mm -hmm. I agree with that hundred percent. And just the, to your point, just the simple act of commenting on their comment mm -hmm. is gives them a feeling yeah, that yeah. they were probably craving mm -hmm. and that they probably are going to want more of, and they're going to start to identify you with that feeling. Mm -hmm. And that's people are like, why would they watch me? I know I, because I went through it in the last two years. I went through all the, all the psychology and the, the self conversation around like, why would people watch me? But what I realized is they, they, they start to identify you with how they feel when they watch you. Mm -hmm. So focus on helping people feel better. Um, the thing is taking that extra few minutes to respond to everybody's comments um, and if there's a lot of comments, I have hacks. I set up text replacements. So instead of typing out, thank you so much, I just do TS and it pre-fills with an emoji, you know? Um, but if you respond to their comment, they're more likely to respond in the future. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or if you message them or voice message them even, if you say their name, that's gold because everybody loves the sound of their own name and you send yeah. them a personal voice message or you send them a personal video in their messenger, they're more likely to engage with you again. Because mm -hmm. you make them feel good. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. You're, you're saying what I've experienced personally. So let me ask you a question. Why did you recently decide to add Instagram to your arsenal? And, and is there anything you do different with Instagram than Facebook? So my husband's been, you know, begging me to do Instagram for like five years. <laughs> And he's normally right. And don't tell him I said that, but he really is. And I should have done it. I'm kicking myself for not doing it sooner. Um, but I just would have excuses like, oh, I'm too busy. I can't do more than one thing. Like, you know, and at the, you know, at the same time, I'd rather be a master at one platform instead of a jack of all trades, master of none. Anyways, so last year, about this time, I had 5,000 Instagram followers, and I gave myself the gift of consistency, and I decided to be consistent and be intentional and show up every single day, and now I'm almost to 40,000. So the thing is, it can happen fast once you decide to be consistent, right? Um, it doesn't happen overnight, but it happens with consistently showing up. But I decided to add Instagram because I really believe like that is the platform of choice for influencers. Yeah. for affiliate marketing, for brands. Um, it also, it feels like you can be a little more salesy there. Um, most people, I think I've looked up all these statistics, but it's like, it was, I can't remember what it is, but it was like people normally buy stuff that they see on Instagram and see in stories. Mm -hmm. Stories is huge. So um, I have been really focusing on Instagram this year. And it's paid off because I used to not make any money from Instagram. Mm -hmm. And now the money is like starting to roll in, you know? Yeah, you know, that's interesting. My, we literally, I just invested in somebody to help me grow my Instagram. Um, and they're a, they're a consultant. So essentially we're still doing the work, but we're doing like influencer partnerships and, and things. Today's actually, the, it, ironically, today's literally the day it kicked off. Mm. And I think I've got, Actually, I can check, but it, it is crazy 
um, what can happen on Instagram. I'm, I'm yeah. curious. So today, hang on, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a sec. I've got, it's taken a minute, but I've got at least 800 new followers today. That's amazing. And, and it's, I've only been building Instagram now for, I mean, I guess technically I started two years ago, but I was super inconsistent. My content was terrible. Mm -hmm. I made the mistake of, I'll say, I'll share this with everyone and spare them a hard lesson. I made the mistake of trying to uh, pay for a service that would help you get more followers mm -hmm. early on. And I ended up getting shadow banned mm -hmm. <laughs> at like 3000 followers. So I'm at 13,000 now. But 3,000 of them were paid for, which ended up costing me probably a year of organic growth. Yeah, you never want to pay for followers on um, Instagram or Facebook, yeah. Yeah, so definitely don't do that. Um, but anyway, so, so yeah, I'm right there with you where I've just recently decided, hey, based on some, some anecdotal inf you know, things I hear and also research, Instagram's probably an even more powerful bet than Facebook mm -hmm. um, for emphasis. What, what's, is it too soon for you to have any like results to say, hey, you know, uh, dollars per follower, dollars per viewer or anything like is Instagram more powerful or do you not, do you know yet? Um, I honestly don't know, yeah. but I feel like I still make the majority of my income from my, from my Facebook lives mm -hmm. there. But I mean, it is definitely, I mean, a year ago, I had 5,000 followers on Instagram. I had zero collaborations. I, I wasn't making any money from Instagram. And so now I have, I get collaboration requests every single day in my inbox and in my email. And, um, I do know that I'm making money on Instagram now, but I don't know. I honestly don't know how much. Do you, do you create uh, dedicated content separately for Facebook and Instagram, or do you just have two devices you go live on at the same time? So, um, are you just talking about live video? Well, lives and then talk about other stuff too. I'll be honest. I don't go live on Instagram nearly as often as I should. Right. Um, which there's a couple of benefits to going live on Instagram. One is currently, you know, at the time of this recording, Instagram will give you a notification, even if you're not on the platform that somebody's live, you know? So yeah. it's, it's a way to like really get your followers attention. The problem I have with it is it only lasts like 24 hours, which I think there's a way to turn it into an IGTV now um, after it's over. Yeah, it, my experience is it does it automatically. I'll have to try again. It's been a long time since I've tried it. Okay. I, here's the thing. When Instagram ever rolls out something new, you need to be an early adopter of that thing. So right now right. there's Reels, and I'm sure you can see in like your algorithm, and if you go to the Explorer page, Reels is taking over. So do Reels. Yeah. You know? Um, before it was in IGTV. So those are kinds of like hacks that you can do to help yourself have a better chance of having organic exposure. I can tell you that this is my live I did this morning. Okay. It was just a live in my car. So there was no, I didn't control any settings or push any buttons. And now it's got the IGTV logo down at the oh. bottom so it automatic and this was like a 13 minute live and it's now automatically populated into igtv okay, i'm gonna have to start doing that <laughs> um, and actually i'll share this with you too so you can't see it but this this camera is my just my computer webcam mm -hmm. then i have this other um little stand that has a phone clipped into it that mm -hmm. literally sits right here like an inch from my webcam mm -hmm. so i'll just when I stream on Facebook, I will, sorry, let me move that back. I'll go live on the computer, but then I'll also hit the phone. So I've got both camera eyes right next to each other. So it actually looks like I'm looking at both. That's actually a really good tip. I should. And it's a, you know, it's a $5 little plastic arm, little boom arm yeah. with a, I think the phone was like a dollar. It's like the cheapest, oldest iPhone you can get. And as long as I signed up for like a $29 data plan, they gave me the phone for a dollar or something. Mm -hmm. um, so, and it just lives at my computer. So I can go, so I, I multi-purpose lives. That's just, that's just working smarter, not harder. Okay. Yeah. And I use OBS um, and I use an app called Caster, although I'm about to switch to StreamYard. I've heard it's even better. So I go live on my page. I go mm -hmm. live in the Entre Nation Facebook group. Mm -hmm. I live stream to YouTube. 
-hmm. all through this camera and then I'm Instagram on my phone. So I'm actually getting four touch points. As long as I'm at my desk when I go live, I get four touch points out of it. So see, I need to do that. I've been paying for restream for like a year. Oh, okay. I, that's what I was using before Caster. I've never, like, I've never. Used you never used it. I'm <laughs> just paying for it. We we can we can Don't connect. Tell my husband. <laughs> yeah, get Preston to help you, or, or I'm happy to connect with you, and, and we can. Yeah. Go over it. No, it's smart. I, it's smart. Um. Okay. Cool. So, man, I I hope that actually there's one last question I got to ask you. Um, uh-huh. I know we're we're technically over our time. I hope it's okay if you have a okay. few more minutes. Let's talk about haters. <laughs> Okay. Um, do you have any or have you ever had any? Oh yeah. Are, are they, are they really vicious and kind of mean and nasty? Ruthless. Yeah. So I, I go live and I sell my biggest selling product is foundation mm-hmm. because I have severe rosacea and, um, it's like, it's one of those things when you put yourself out there on the internet, not everybody's nice, you know? Yeah. And so people have said the worst things that you could possibly say to another human to me. And I remember when it first started happening, I would like cry, you know, to my husband. And mm-hmm. but the thing is, is I decided it's like you get mentally tough. Yeah. I decided over time, I'm like, at the end of the day, the only opinion that matters is what I think of me and what God thinks of me. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. And what do I care about? what some stranger on the internet says about my skin or about the way that I look, you know? Mm -hmm. And I really believe that hurt people hurt people. And so I kind of have empathy for those people because I think, gosh, what happened in your life that made you so mean, you know? So um, when it happens and it still happens, if it happens on a live video, um, I don't give them any attention. I don't read their comment out loud. I'm like a blocking ninja. You can block while you're live. And also when you build your tribe, your tribe will go to bat for you. You don't even have to fight your own battles, you know, but I'm not going to let one person ruin it for everybody else, you know? Um, But yeah, I definitely have haters. I almost think that if you don't have haters, you're not, you're not growing big enough because once you start getting attention, it can be both positive and negative. Yeah. Oh, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can just say simply, A, the more successful I get and more visible online, the more at least a few people are are really determined to try to make me feel bad about myself. Mm-hmm. So they can feel, and, and I love what you just said, hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. I almost want to let that ring in the air for a minute. Hurt people hurt people. That's so good. Um, so you've had haters. I've had haters. Um and, and, it's, and it's interesting because to me, you know, there's some people who are like, I, I won't engage online because I'm, I'm scared of my haters. But I think the much more common casualty is people who are like, I don't want to let my guard down online because of the haters. I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to tackle difficult things. I don't want to truly be myself um, because of the haters. And, and what I would say is, if you're doing this, if you're putting content out there, and it doesn't really matter if it's live or it's pre-recorded, even with pre-recorded content, even if you're going to clean it up with a little bit of editing, you still have to be yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't focus on delivering a polished delivery and expect it to, it won't work online. Mm-hmm. And so if you're letting the haters, never mind if they're, if they're running you off entirely, but if you're even letting them affect how you create content, you're basically giving them control over your business. You're giving them the ability to probably ruin your business. Yeah. Because you're putting out content that's not going to work. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I, when I get to the end of my life, I don't want to have any regrets. Yeah. I don't want to say, oh, I wish I had, you know, really gone for it instead of caring so much about what some stranger was going to maybe say to me on the internet. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I'm grateful for my haters because they have made me the person that I am today. I'm, I'm a tougher mentally person today than I was six years ago. Plus, I'm a mom 
And our kids nowadays are not just getting bullied in school, but they're getting, they're going to be bullied online, which I didn't grow up with the internet. How would I be able to like teach them how to deal with online bullies? And so it's been a good experience for me to go through it because now I can teach my kids how to handle it. Oh my gosh, that is so true. I have four kids and they will never, they don't experience any bullying that's worse than the bullying their dad gets. Mm -hmm. And it's like so empowering to just be like, here's how you deal with it. Exactly. And, and you know, actually my son, my, my 17 year old son told me the other day, he said, actually at our school, face-to-face -face bullying isn't even a thing anymore. Really? It only happens digitally. Interesting. That's what crazy is that? Word. It's cowardly. Oh, it's it is. Crazy. It's, it's disgusting. It's pathetic. Yeah. But it's, it's sad. It happens to our kids. And so it's, it's been a good thing for me because now I can teach them how to deal with it. Yeah. But at the same time, in a way, I think it's, it's a little bit of a blessing because nobody actually gets hurt. Like in my day and age, people got bullied. They got, they got put in a locker or they got a plastic bag put over their head or they got hit in the head with a textbook. Like people got hurt. Yeah. Now it's all just, yeah, this cowardly internet thing. Well, anyway, so, you know, we're, we're covering all kinds of ground here, but it's life. You know, that's the, I think that's my favorite thing about this business is that it really, it really doesn't, it's not that different than my life. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of a blend of like life and business and my family's used to it. I'll be like, Hey guys, uh, while we're waiting on our food, I'm going to step out to the parking lot and do a quick live. Mm -hmm. Like literally we place our order with the waiter and I'm like, I'll be back in, you know, eight minutes when our food gets here, I'm going to go do a live. And they're like, okay, cool dad. We'll see it. You know, mm -hmm. It's how fun is this? And it's, oh, by the way, this is like, we get paid for this. Oh yeah. It's the best job. It's insane. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to explain to like our great, great grandparents? Like, listen, I know you're working hard, like peeling potatoes or whatever you're doing to make ends meet, but four generations from now, I'm going to sit at home on this glass and metal in front of this box Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just like talk into this thing called a camera and millions of people are going to watch and I'll get money and your, your, your descendants will be fine. Yeah. This it's is like infinity. the best day to grow a business because yeah. we have so much access at our fingertips. I, I see people working so hard mm -hmm. still. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way. I don't, it's not like to rub it in or to gloat. It's like hopefully to inspire. Like it literally doesn't have to be that hard anymore. Yeah. Cool. Jenny, yeah. you, you inspire again. I, I learned, you know, this is the third time that we've talked mm -hmm. and I still get great takeaways and, and nuggets about really just how to, how to leverage the tools that exist and are available for everyone without spending money that you don't have, or maybe don't want to spend and just create a massive result for yourself. I love, did you say the bang thing again? You were like, if you love bang, hit a like if you don't, or if you do, if you love it, comment bang. And if you don't hit the like or something. Yeah. Right? So no, to like get them to, to hit a like button or a reaction. No, I'll say, if you've never tried this before, hit the thumbs up. We'll oh. see the bubbles fly on the side. If you have, then hit the heart. If you love it, like I do. And it's a way okay. to get them to react and then you can invite them to like your business page later. So the thumbs up and the like from Google, from, from Facebook's point of view, they both show up as a like. Yeah. So just, you're just getting them to engage with your yeah. video and it's going to, it's going to get more organic engagement, but also then you can go back and invite them to like your page. And I just realized something, by the way, I think I told you guys, I had, um, a, that freebie, the 50 titles, but I don't think I told you where to get it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that was going to be my final oh question. My gosh, I'm like, did I tell them where to get it? <laughs> How can people come get into your world? Okay find you on Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want to share. And clearly they should all be warned ahead of time. If you follow Jenny, you'll probably end up buying something, but you'll be happy when you do it. So anyway, where can people go? And then also, yeah, how, how to get your free gift. Perfect. Okay. So you can follow me on Facebook at Jenny Peterson and on Instagram, it's Jenny underscore Peterson. And then to get the freebie, the 50 done for you titles that are guaranteed to grab attention, um, and they're good. I put a lot of thought into those and anybody can use them. They're plug and play. You just go to 50, like the number five, zero titles dot Jenny Lee com, And it's J E N N Y. And then Lee is L E E and S O N for Peterson. 
So 50titles.jennyleepeterson.com. I'm looking at it right now and I am 100% going to download this as soon as we're done. Perfect. Um, and we'll get those links. We'll put those links in the description wherever this Excellent. is. Excellent. Great. Jenny, amazing. Amazing work that you've done and amazing that you came on to share. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. I appreciate you inviting me. Cool. And uh, to all listeners and viewers of the Millionaire Secrets Show, thank you as always. It's been a pleasure and we'll see you on the next one. You just finished this episode of the Millionaire Secrets Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please like and share this episode and do leave us a review. Let us know how we impacted you today. Your next step toward creating your awesome life is to join me and thousands of others in the Entra Nation community where you'll receive free training, networking with other awesome life seekers, access to live events, discounts, merchandise, and other awesome perks. Head over to www.entranation.com. That is www.entrenation.com and join us today. And of course, do please follow me on social media. I can be found on all the major social networks at Jeff Lerner Official. Thank you again for listening and please go be awesome.